Guys, so what's going on? Welcome back to another episode of the wonderful Arsenio Buck Perspective Podcast. Oh my god, man, this is going to be a phenomenal one. Beyond normal. Guys, I'm going to give you four ways of overcoming other people's normality about you. See, some people will say it's not normal to work hard. That it's not normal to love that much. That it's not normal to be that passionate. See, you're going to get a lot of judgment of other people based on their expectations and your behaviors. They will judge you and bring you back into their normal. I'll say that one more time. They will bring you back into their normal. Now, again, think about this. Someone discouraged you and their understanding of the world didn't fit into their hopes and dreams. So, again, what happens is you share a great dream an idea, anything. And people would say, oh, people like us can't do that. So let me give you an example. I remember I said, I think uh, at the time, 2015, 2016, I was making making some good money, especially in 2016, because I ended up becoming the most quote-unquote popular teacher of the tutorial center. And I uh, pulled in a 100,000 month, which is basically, man, not, not too bad. But out here in Thailand, that's actually the upper 1% of all teachers, right? And so I'm like, okay, you know what? I want to make this consistently though because I know with tutorial centers, I know that between March and September, those are the biggest times because schools are out, you get a lot of classes and you know, this is me working for other people unwillingly, you know, trying to get these students to like, obviously like (laughs) basically buy for me, buy from me and learn with me instead. But remember online learning wasn't that big back then, but let's stay to the point, let's stick to the point. Well, I remember I share my idea and a lot of these Facebook memories are popping up right now in 2015, 2016, me saying, oh my God, I think I found a way that I could teach online. Now, remember, I didn't have Zoom. There was just still trash Skype back in the day. But then I remember sharing this idea with this Dutch snake. You guys may have heard him. He's the one that is 52 years old. Well, he's probably like 57 right now and has an 18-year-old girlfriend and a 20-year-old, I'm sorry, 18-year-old girlfriend and an 18-year, no, a now 20-year-old daughter or maybe a now 22-year-old daughter. Not judging you, but just telling you these are the types of people that Thailand love and welcome. Now, He looked at me, he's like, no, you'll never make something consistent like that. It goes up or goes down. You should find another job instead. See, that is someone bringing me back into their normal. They're trying to baseline me. He tried to baseline me into his normal. And probably the next month or so, I stopped talking to him all in all. He ended up getting relieved of all his classes from that tutorial center. And he uh, basically quit. And because he was one of the most toxic individuals that you could ever imagine, right? As the majority, um, like I would have to say 90% of those teachers at that language center were absolute trash, right? As well as the staff, as well as the racist ass students, everything about that place. But they tried normalizing me. He tried normalizing me. And the reason he tried doing that is because, well, their expectations, their dreams, their experiences of life, their belief. Is it that what it is? Like he tried putting me into that box. It's their belief. It's kind of like this. It's not normal to care that much. It's not normal to think that outside of the box. It's not that normal to work that hard or to love. 
See, you end up beginning to question your passion directions because of what people tell you is normal now and not what's real for you. So here's some four ideas that you could use beginning today to snap out of that. Number one, other people's future belief in what's possible for the future. Okay, so here we go. Let's establish this again. Not normal equals based on what you know and what you believe possible. Now, some people would say, oh, I don't agree with what you're doing and will discourage you from what you're doing. It's not that they're wrong. It's that they just have a baseline of their life and what to expect out of their own future. So you have to think of things like they don't know about your future potential. See, when I quit my job at the end of 2017, they didn't know. He knew. Actually, that old guy that was saying, I don't think you're as good. He knew that I was way fucking better than him. He was basically saying in a loving way, you know what, Arsenio, you're way better than me and every other teacher here combined. How about you go to Bangkok? Because it's way bigger for you out there and you could do a hell of a lot more. We're just old fuckheads. We're just old fuckheads who are just waiting to die out here, living miserable lives. It's the truth. And so he gave me that motivation wrapped in sandpaper. But look who got the last laugh. COVID came in, shut jobs down. Nothing went online. The marketing of that company, everything had just fallen apart. And I'm just so grateful for it, you know. But again, some people just don't know my future potential. That's why I don't share my ideas with everyone. On my podcast, fuck yes. But do I share my ideas with people who are below me? And I don't say that in a minimizing slash superiority slash inferiority way. I'm saying I'm not going to share my dreams with people who work at 7-Eleven. I'm certainly not going to share my dreams with any teachers who I've spoken, you know, who I speak to. I'm not going to engage in conversation with a bunch of old ass teacher losers who came out here to marry a woman. And now they're just doing this as a part time job. I would never do that. I would absolutely never do that. And so what you need to understand is people just don't know your future potential, your market, your possibilities. If I were to ever get in touch, if anyone were to ever ask me, any older guy over the age of 50, you know, complaining about everything, I would just say, yeah, man, I just work here and that's all I really do. Oh, how'd you get paid? Oh, I've been making just a little bit of money. Luckily, I got a private student at my condo. I'm not sharing shit with you because you are going to be one of those people who would try to baseline me based on your bullshit ass experiences. So in saying that, they are quick to tell you what to do right then and there, right? Their normal world, their size of ambition is completely different from yours. Some of them don't even have it. Now, again, I'm not saying that they're wrong, but there's a difference in that and how people perceive the future. And that difference tells them what they should do today. What they're able to do, not able to do, you know, that's what they see. Now, you have to understand that, number one. Number two, look at their lifestyle. Single person venturing out in the world. Dennis, he's the one that got me into, uh, I remember he got me into uh, college back in 2006. Last time I spoke to him, I spoke to him on video back in 2016 when I was, you know, riding very high and stuff. And I remember he was like, oh, are you going to go back to university? And and everything that I was doing, 
he was just like, oh, really? Oh, really? Minimization, right? And I'm just like, he's just trying to baseline me. He doesn't know what entrepreneurship is. He lives a life through, oh, you have to go to university again to, until you get a master's and then you'll be successful for whatever fucking crazy ass reason that is. You know, get a corporate job, get mistreated like a motherfucker, be a slave, get spat on, having these big fat cats tell you what to do. That's the life he saw because he went through it. And so uh, Mrs. Mulcahy, I stopped responding to her probably back in 2015. Every time I emailed her, she's like, are you going to go back to school, go back to school, go back to school for fucking what? For what? She didn't understand what I was doing. And it's not up to you to make them understand. These are people who are just trying to normalize. If they say, oh, you should go back to school, that's normalizing. That's them trying to put you in a box based on whatever future they had back in the past and the life that they're living today. So I took a step back and said, you know what? I'm not going to email this lady anymore. It doesn't make sense to email her anymore because she, she just keeps trying to normalize me and it's ridiculous. But if I were to talk to either her or Dennis today, I would be like, hey. But it's not me looking back and saying or looking at today and saying, hey, look at me now. I'm the top of everything. It's me just literally saying, see, I knew what I was trying to do. I knew my future capabilities. You didn't see it. You only saw what you had been through, through my life. And you're trying to normalize me. Oh, you should get a 95. You know, it's kind of like um, sometimes we don't understand other groups. You know, they're so foreign to us. You know, it's like a racist... Uh, <clears throat> It was a white woman and uh, her husband. It was at a bar called Shorebirds out there in Waikiki, Honolulu, Hawaii. I just finished coming back from Japan, doing my visa out there in Australia. I'm wearing a Tokyo shirt and this guy looks at my shirt and says, hey, I see you're wearing a Tokyo shirt. I'm like, yeah, I just traveled there. And you know what's crazy? His wife had the most disgusting look on her face. Doesn't matter, white, Mexican, doesn't matter, right? But you know what? With that look on her face, she doesn't see and but you know based on where they are she was looking at me in disgust saying ew why would you go to that country because they live life through a myopic point of view and a secular mindset they probably couldn't even point out japan on a fucking like like on a map and so with that look of normalization i, I you know i wanted to tell her, i'm like excuse me why are you looking at me like that have you ever been outside America? And this is in Hawaii is not outside of America. They've been Americanized a long time ago. But at the same time, that was the old me. That was the, oh my God, the 2011 years ago me. Would I ever attract those types of people into my life ever again? Hell no. But you see that by those people, and by the way, his wife looked at my shirt. She tried normalizing me. By, and that look said, ew, why are you, go ew, why did you go to Japan? Or, ew, you're not that good, ew, where'd you get the money? Oh, whatever she may have been thinking about. But that look, easily. So, again, it's just like, you know, people trying to normalize you in terms of, oh, you need to, you know, you need to hurry up and get a girlfriend. It's so funny, a lot of people, there's a YouTube video just uh, recently 
that I just came across. And it was basically someone going through a stroll in New York City last year in the snow with beautiful Christmas lights everywhere. All these comments were like, oh, just imagine walking down that street with someone you love. Motherfucker, walk down that street loving yourself. See, the American culture is get married young. You got to fall in love every goddamn December. It's always a bullshit ass Christmas love movie coming out. And you got to hurry up and love someone. God damn it, nothing happened to me until just last year. And I've been living in foreign countries for a very long time. So the reason why, again, people do this, it's normalization. You know, the cultural context and lifestyle fits within us. So someone else does something different, we judge them as different. It's kind of like someone telling you that moving across the country, trying a new thing, going into another area of expertise, it's not normal just realize that it's their baseline. They always say, get a safe job. Nothing's safe after, after COVID. Become a politician equals become hated in society. Become a dentist, meaning lose all empathy. Become a doctor, meaning lose all empathy. Become an astronaut at some points was even better than entrepreneurship. It's ridiculous. So in saying that, let's go into passion levels. Number three, see passion, optimism, and enthusiasm is what got me a training gig outside of Bangkok. Just talking to one of the women just recently. She's like, oh my God, everyone's so excited to, you know, start doing this with you and doing that. And I'm just like, I'm just like, man, I am so excited. But at the same time, I always thought about all those old heads that I used to work with six years ago who would bring that some of that weak ass energy to some of these bullshit ass companies. And I'm like, <clears throat> you must not understand. Like, what is the point of bringing that energy to that specific company or doing this thing or doing that thing. Like people realize that your passion is terrible and realize that you don't like what you're doing. You don't bring the joy. You don't bring the energy. That's it. See, if you've been in that type of area where this specific trait isn't expressed or these traits, passion, optimism, enthusiasm, people will find your enthusiasm to be a bit weird because it's not their passion. <clears throat> like a lot of Asian people, like a lot of Asian women, like a lot of net idols, do they bring that high energy, beautiful passion? Hell no. And so what ends up happening is that a lot of these, you know, net idols here in Thailand, they find someone who's white, <clears throat> who has that same baseline energy as them. They're not jacked up on passion, optimism, and enthusiasm. Fuck no. They're just jacked up on that normality. And so people like me, I'm the way beyond the zero, the 0.001% in this country. And this is why I don't attract a lot of Americans to my podcast and to my work and that it's very difficult to even have friends who are American. Because listen, those three traits is something that just does not exist in American society. It's the 0.0000001% of society. So again... People, they end up, you know, what you got to do is just stop being pulled back into other people's, again, normal. And then what ends up happening, you get into a relationship like this, you stop learning, you stop stretching, you stop, stop growing. Because why? You're pulled into someone else's normal. So you got to be aware of that too. And number four, experience with progress. Right? When you're around people who are the self-growth world, that extraordinary acceleration in my business ends up happening. See, last year I was being pulled in a number of different directions because, you know, 
uh, I was speaking to the transformation coach and that's exactly what I wanted to do. But again, I didn't have a market at that time. You know, my personal development podcast was that big. My ESL podcast was growing, but they weren't of the entire personal development life. Right. And so what ended up happening was, you know, I didn't see extraordinary acceleration in my business, but when I started focusing on those three key skill drivers, I saw that acceleration. I ended up gaining and growing quickly. This is the most I've ever grown in a year by far in any category of my life. And it's, it's going to be really crazy seeing what's going to happen, especially coming up next year, because I'm going to see even more of a profound growth spurt. You know, it, it, it's, un, it, it's, it's not unnatural, but it's now natural to break outstanding income levels, to grow very quickly, to see my podcast boom, to have a 1,300 view day on my blog just a couple of days ago, the most in a day by 600 views and the and top more than 400 visitors for the first time in my blogs whole thing. You know what I mean? Like it, it, it's not unnatural anymore is something that happens routinely and so again the progress in my life is what i attract you know and so this is why <clears throat> this is why obviously people in america you know listening to my thailand story they don't find that that's normal so they can't bond with it but other you know, people who complain, all these other top podcasters that complain and bring on a whole bunch of, you know, uh, people and controversial figures out there in the American culture scape. These are the really, really big issues, but they attract their tribe and their tribe is full of toxicity. So again, I'm very grateful. And what you have to do, you gotta experience that progress. You have to have those passion levels. In America, man, my African-American community, there's no such thing as passion, optimism, or enthusiasm. I don't have any black friends because <clears throat> they believe what I do and my energy is not normal. That's just all there is to it, you know? Their lifestyle, working those shitty ass jobs or being on generational welfare, what I'm doing, that's not normal. If I the future belief in what's possible for the future, me going way outside the, the boundaries, they believe that that wasn't normal. And so they ended up just being trapped in that normal life, like my family. I escaped it because I knew that I'm going to make unnatural and abnormal normal. And look where I am now. And that's what you're going to have to do going forward. I'm your host as always, over and out.